Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello, welcome to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly. I'm uh, recording this uh, for for all sorts of channels, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, but I'm also going out on Facebook Live. So hello there on Facebook Live. I want to talk to you about the gold price uh, today because this week the gold price reached a record high. Uh, Now it was a record high, it was only slightly higher than than normal. It has been hovering around the $2,000 for quite a while. But this is comes amid bank failures in the US, another one, uh, rate rises in the US and the European Central Bank, and we're expecting rate rises in the UK as well. Okay, so the price of gold reached an all-time high of $2,081 this week. It's dipped back since then. Uh, I'm going to just show you uh, uh, what it it has been doing, and if I share this screen. But if you like this kind of content, please like and share. Please put it out there to, to the world. And if, you, if you're interested in taking things further and learning, learning more about investing, saving, managing your money, please click on the link below and join one of my free training webinars. Uh, so I'll just try and share the screen here. Uh, I tested this out a minute ago, but usually afterwards it, it, it doesn't work. <laughs> it works on the test. So let me just, uh, now obviously you can't see this on, uh, you know, you're obviously not gonna be able to see this on, on, on Facebook, uh, and, and if you listen on the podcast, you won't be able to see it. But what I'm going to show you is a chart from uh, one, of, one of the gold sort of providers in, in the in the UK, Bullion by Post. But you can find lots of companies that you can buy and sell gold in, and that they will give you, you know, all, the, all of that sort of information. Uh, so you should be able to see this now. Right, so we've got the gold price here. To, today, Friday the 5th, it's 2011. Uh, $2,011. So it's dipped down. You can see that peak there uh, on, on the 3rd of May, it just peaked up there, but it's come down again, right? So, and, you know, if we look at, say, this is just a week, but if we look at, say, three months, uh, you, you probably get a clearer picture. It has been going up, as you can see. Uh, it's It's been going up quite steadily from, you know, a low of around 1,800. So it's it's gone up quite a bit, you know. It's gone up from 1,800 to over $2,000. Uh, so, so what's that like 10% uh, and, and this comes you know as we're looking at the fears ahead for uh, the economy we're looking at uh, uncertainty in the world uh, bank problems interest rates going up inflation still high gold normally does quite well I'm just looking here over six months you can see it, it, it went up again went down so it's not um, you know, gold is a safe haven in, in terms of money over the years, but it can be volatile. Look, you know, you're looking at that over uh, a year now and, you know, gold can go up and down. And if you look at gold over a longer period, maybe uh, 10 years, uh, you, you can see that there's a pattern there. I mean, it did stay low for many, many years. And a lot of people argue, well, yeah, it's OK saying gold is the safe haven. But after the last crash, it didn't it didn't become the safe haven. So you, you can see here that it. It was down for a long, long period of time. Uh, yeah, you could have bought gold very cheaply there, you know, half the price, in fact, you know, but that was quite a while ago. 
And if we look then at uh, other metals like, like silver, silver tends to be the, 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 the poor relation of gold, but it can also be a good investment. But, but silver is also very volatile as well. Uh, so you can see here over a year, silver uh, up and down, up and down. And then if we go back to, to a 10 year, which we, we to, to compare it with the, the gold, uh, you, you can see over 10 years, yeah, I mean, it's really up and down, isn't it? Uh, a lot of lot of jagged edges. I mean, you can't see this on Facebook, a lot of ups and downs, ups and downs on, on the silver price. So you, you've got to be very careful there. So um, let, let's go back to the, the, the other story about the bank failures. Uh, this is it's quite a serious thing because we've seen three banks uh, go down in, in the US uh, and this, this means that, that there's problems there. Now, these are not the big banks. These are not the city banks, the JP Morgans. These are the smaller regional banks. But I say small. One of them was the 14th largest bank. Silicon Valley Bank was the 14th largest bank in the US. So it's not just some little building societies. We have them in, in the UK or some micro bank. This was quite a big bank with hundreds of billions of depositors, uh, dollars. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was it was a big story. And this week... Uh, We've seen another one uh, get into trouble. This is the California-based PacWest Bank. Uh, PacWest Bank. Uh, and, and their shares went down by 50%. 50% down in, in shares. So I, I want to just try and uh, show you the story there. Um, yeah, let me just try and get this site up here. Yeah, I, I, I want to show you it. I'll just show you on the BBC News because it's, it's the easiest channel to, to navigate around. Um, yeah, we had elections this week, big, big, uh, big climbs for Labour. They've taken over a lot of the, the local councils, local authorities. That is a sign that uh, Labour is getting excited. They, they, they can smell power. They can smell uh, the, the end of this conservative era, which has been since 2010. Uh, and, you know, and they can signal the end of that. And, and go back to a long period of labor. But uh, whatever your politics, it, it does normally mean uh, higher taxes, uh, especially for people who, who save and invest and, and buy to lets and all that sort of thing. Um, so uh, let, let's have a look here at the, the, the news on these banks, which was there earlier. Uh, yeah, the banks, th this is a bank that um, has now been bailed out by JP Morgan. Uh, JP Morgan is one of the big banks. And JP Morgan have, have taken it over really to, to probably to just try and steady the market. It happens in the UK as well. If a bank is in trouble, usually one of the bigger banks will go step in and take it over. When Silicon Valley's uh, UK branch of, uh, of Silicon Valley Bank was in trouble, uh, HSBC bought them out. So uh, we're going to try and find that story now. Uh, yeah, so the banks um, in, in the US... Uh, Although the U.S. economy is is sort of bouncing back, it seems uh, they've created more jobs and you know inflation is a little bit down, but there's still a lot of problems there. And rates in the U.S., as I said, have gone up to the highest level in 16 years. You can see here U.S. interest rates, and then the the European Central Bank put up their rates by a quarter percent, as as the U.S. did, and the U.K. is is bound to follow next week. I I I just can't seem uh, I, I just can't see how they wouldn't. But experts tell me that that is where it might end, that, that, that rates will peak at that rate. And as inflation comes down in the next few months, rates should come down again. 
so SVB, SVB, Silicon Valley Bank went down. Are UK banks at risk? Uh, these are from the experts here saying, you know, that the shares have had a wobble, but, you know, we, we don't expect a, a major collapse here. One of the problems with the American regional banks is that Janet Yellen said that we can only we only we can only bail out so many banks and and they're, they're probably going to be the big the big boys. So a lot of people are pulling their money, their deposits out of those smaller banks and putting it with the big banks. Well, that's what you do, isn't it? Um, now, one way of keeping an eye on your bank, if you're worried, is to set up a Google alert. Just say set up a Google alert for that bank. Any stories about that bank? Tell me about it. Send me a, send me a, an alert. So if the bank shares are falling, as, as they have done with, with PacWest um, and Western Alliance, Western Alliance is another bank plunged by 40% as depositors are losing confidence. And once people start pulling their money out, everything tumbles then because the banks haven't got enough money to pay all of the depositors. Why? Because they lend all this money out several times. So for every dollar they come, they get in, they're probably lending it out 10 times uh, so they haven't got the money when uh, people come in and, and ask for that money back. It's, it's called a run on the bank. And this is why you have the regulators set up uh, deposit protection schemes. In the US, it's $250,000. And, and this is why uh, in the UK, it's £85,000. But I think that will be increasing soon. So so, so that's what's happening there. Um, set up a Google alert if you're worried about your bank in America. Um, I, I wouldn't be keeping too much money in any regional bank in, in the US. Is it the end of the banking as, as we know it? I, I don't think so. I, I don't think uh, we're, we're going to see a, a major collapse uh, of, of big banks like, like we did in 2008, like Bear Stearns and, and, and Lehman Brothers. But, you know, you just never know in, in this market. And that's why a lot of people are putting their money into things like gold because they're uncertain about things. They're not certain about property. They're not certain about the stock market, which it, it seems to be peaking. And then, you know, some of the investors put their money into things like gold, which is seen as a, as a safe haven. But is it a safe investment? Well, I showed you on that screen there that gold can go down as well and gold can stay down for many, many years. But gold buffs, you know, I mean, I, I'm just thinking of the likes of Peter Schiff and people like that are saying, oh, gold, 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 you know, um, get into gold, get into gold, because they're, they're actually involved in selling gold. You know, so I'm not sure if they're if you can treat their tips and advice as purely impartial because they're involved in the gold business. So there you go. You take your choice. Um, but they're saying that gold could go up to $10,000. What they, they seem to be arguing is that somehow the, the currency, the dollar is going to just collapse and that there's going to be this new currency, which is backed by, by gold, right? Backed by this gold, right? Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if there's enough gold in the world to, to do a, a dollar-backed, uh, gold-backed currency. Um, Russia and the BRICS nations, the Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, and, and others who are in that group seem to be setting up some kind of gold-backed currency. But how do you know how much gold these countries have got? Can you really trust these markets? Can you trust these countries to, to give you the right facts? Um, can you trust China even to, to tell you the, the truth about what's going on? So whether whether you'll, you'll see the dollar completely collapse, I don't know. I think what we are going to see is that the dollar will no longer be the reserve currency of the world because uh, countries are now buying things that you normally had to buy through dollars between themselves. They're buying it using the RMB in China. They're, 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 they're using their own currencies to, to buy these goods. Um, 
that could be the end of the dollar as the reserve currency. A lot of people are predicting that. It's been the, the reserve, reserve currency since the end of World War II. And, but then, you know, if, if these other currencies that people are using to buy, if they, if they lose confidence in those, they might go back to gold. But there's definitely a big shift in, in, taking place here. Uh, we're seeing a shift of power away from America over towards the East and China and Russia. Uh, we're, we're seeing a big power shift. Maybe it's the end of this American empire. And one of the reasons is that the, the US Federal Reserve and the government have just been printing a lot of this stuff and it's devaluing the value of it. You know, it's going down by the, the buying power of that dollar is going down by what it was going down by about 10% a year. Certainly the pound in the UK is going down by about 10% a year. Now that could change. Um, wholesale uh, gas and oil prices uh, should that the, the fall in those prices should be passed on to consumers in the next month or two. And we should see inflation go down maybe by a couple of percent. But still, it's still a lot of de, it's a lot of devaluation of your spending power over time. And this is what gold buffs argue, that if you look at gold since, you know, the beginning of time for thousands of years, that it's maintained its buying power. Uh, and then it's not the gold that's fluctuating. It's the currencies that are fluctuating. That's, that's another story. But there was a time when, you know, this was backed by this. And you could say to, uh, and, and the old notes used to have on them, written on them, uh, the bearer of this note can can exchange their this, this note for the equivalent value in gold. So you knew that a pound bought you a certain level of gold. Now, on, on the, the new notes now, they don't have this, you know, it's, it's not there. But when I was a kid, they, they, they showed it to me. They showed an old note and said, you can go and go down to the Bank of England and get this gold. And where that started from, to cut a long story short, people used to carry gold around all over the place. And then people like, I mean, I suppose the Rothschilds and that, that sort of ilk said, no, we'll keep your gold in a vault and safely and we'll give you a bit of paper. And th there's, there's evidence of this, that they, they would give them a bit of paper to say, this is a certificate for your gold, a gold certificate. So that, and then they could exchange that with somebody else in another place and they could go back to that, that gold reserve and, and get the gold out. Uh, but then they decided, well, people don't really come back for their gold that often. So why don't we lend that money out and then we'll lend it out again because no one's coming back for this. And, and this is where fractional reserve banking started. So it was backed by gold, but it's no longer backed by gold. Richard Nixon took... The US dollar off the gold standard in, in around 71. Uh, I'm not sure when it took place in, in the UK. But at, at the moment, th these are just really bits of paper and they can print it and they can devalue it. You know, um, so this is this is the problem. I think this is why uh, countries are losing faith in gold. They're holding in, in dollars because they're holding all these dollars, the US bonds, and, and they're being devalued because they're printing more and more of them. So what, what should you do? I mean, I, I'd say if, if you're interested in finding out more about investing, you know, do, do join my, my training webinar. But in general, I, I wouldn't put all of your money into, into something like gold because, you know, gold is fine. It's there as a store of value, but it doesn't give you interest. It doesn't give you income unless you lend it out in, in some way. Um, and, you know, it, it's but it's something as a safe haven. So maybe somebody might want to have five or 10 percent of their portfolio in, in some gold coins or silver coins. I've, I've got silver coins as well. Um, and, and there. Now, will the interest rates, getting back to interest rates, will they cause a fall in the value of property? I don't know. I think the market has probably factored in these rate rises already. And 
uh, even the mortgage market seems to have factored in the fact that they know that interest rates will be going up next week by about a quarter percent. So it's not going to cause any major panics as it did last year uh, when mortgage rates shot up uh, during the, the quasi Kwarteng uh, chancellorship. Um, but things have settled down now. So I don't know. I know the market has slowed down. The market has been going down steadily uh, as interest rates have been going up, which is the normal thing that happens. Uh, but I think we could see an end of this problem towards the end of the year. And, and in the meantime, there are there, there will be opportunities to buy properties that have been sitting around for a long time. They can't sell them. And that I'm sure there will be opportunities to buy some, some properties at, at knockdown prices. But I don't think you're going to get a property for like half price unless there is a major crash, like a major stock market crash or a war in Taiwan. Then we're going to see the crash of all time, you know, all crashes um, like a 1929 situation. But until then, you know, we're going to see reductions, but there will be opportunities. A lot of, There's a lot of empty commercial properties at the moment. There's a lot of uh, properties, commercial properties that need to be repurposed and, and turned into maybe a residential or some other purpose. So there are there are um, opportunities out there. Uh, but but I would be very, you know, be very cautious about anything at the moment. Just keep it steady. Uh, don't do anything too drastic. And do join me. I mean, let me ask you a question. What is your biggest worry money? Well, People in America were asked that a few years ago, and their, their biggest biggest worry, actually, not money worry, their biggest worry was running out of money, not health or anything else like that, or dying. They were worried about running out of money. Now, I want to show you um, how you can, you know, change that and 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 not be so worried about money and, and learn how to manage your money, get it under control, start investing and building wealth, and then maintain that consistency over a period. It's called my three steps to success money management and wealth building. So I'll put a link up to that. And you know, please do join me. It's it's a, it's a free training. Uh, it's usually on a Wednesday night. If it's not this Wednesday, it'll be the following Wednesday, depending on when you're watching this. And I'll, I'll go through my three steps to uh, success money management and wealth building to show you how to build wealth over the, the longer time, long, long period, right? To take, I'm not about 100 years. I mean, we're talking about start to immediately get control and start to immediately start building wealth and be financially free over the long period. Okay, so join me there and I, I will see you there. In the meantime, uh, here in London, we're, we're getting ready for the coronation weekend. Uh, you know, there's, there's hundreds of thousands of tourists in London. It's jam-packed. So that has brought money into the country. People are out there spending money, which is, which is good news for the economy. So thanks very much for listening. And I'll, I'll see you again very soon. This is Charles Kelly, Money Tips. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 